Common sense is not so common. And in an era where global uncertainty is rampant and government is out of control, this is the show making sense of all the madness. Broadcasting live from the Arizona desert, you can't dodge the Hodge. Here's your host, Dave Hodges. Hey everybody, welcome back to the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. My name is Dave Hodges. So glad to be with you. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And uh, it's funny, I got a message from Celeste Solemn today. We're going to be interviewing her on the TV side. Oh gosh, early next week. Sorry, it starts to all run together, guys. And uh, one of the things that Celeste said to me, and I've learned never to take her lightly, you got about a month to get your food. And we're going to touch on that when I interview her next week. And so the company I represent has the best way to accumulate food because if you order the four-week package, you get almost 40% off $100. $100 off every time you order four weeks. So if you're looking to stockpile, you're getting a tremendous savings on each part of it. No one else is offering this. And you're saying, I know, Dave, I'm hearing about the food. I know about the food. I know I'm behind. I know what I got to do. Got to order it. You got to order it now. Preparewithdave.com for restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life. Preparewithdave.com. Also, too, um, I mentioned the TV show. Yeah, for less than a cup of coffee a month. We're getting some pretty good investigative journalism going on over there, and you want to check it out. We're getting rave reviews. Thank you very much. And that's the commonsenseshow.tv. $2.50 a month on the annual plan, and you'll get two months free. Someone wrote to me and said, Do you know you're the lowest cost of all the TV subscription services? I said, Good. I'm proud of that. So don't let the small cost get in the way of you educating yourself. And then finally... On the final note here, ladies and gentlemen, we are looking at water filtration. And why? Well, if you have food, you better have water. And you'll, have, you'll never have trouble finding standing water. You'll have trouble finding water that you can drink. Well, if you have the Alexa Pro Pure Water Filter and the research is on the website waterwithdave.com, you'll see very quickly this is the best there is. They're the gold standard for the industry. Waterwithdave.com. Listen to this. 40% off, but only while supplies last. That's waterwithdave.com. Well, we have John Wayne with us, and I'm making the rounds talking to familiar people who have their finger on the pulse of what's happening. And we're looking at developments related to the election, control of the government, so forth and so on. And before we go with John, I just wanted to say it's my opinion the Democrats and the deep state are in a hurry for a reason. I mean, look at uh, Biden, president-elect, bullcrap. He's media-elect. <laughs> the electors have not elected anybody. So that's one thing. Okay. The other thing is, what did Schumer say? He wants to have Biden's cabinet confirmed before the inauguration, preferably before the Electoral College votes. What? <laughs> We've never done that in our history. Why are they in such a hurry? Steve Quayle says they're in a panic. John Wayne, welcome to the show. What say you? Why are they in such well, a hurry? 
I'd have to you know agree with that statement from Steve that they're in a panic, Dave. They're uh, they know they're in big trouble. It's being revealed, you know, these hearings that they've been held in Pennsylvania, Georgia, uh, just recently today, Arizona, I believe. And some of these these hearings were taking like you know up to eleven hours, and they're laying it all out. And something I saw that was interesting as well is uh, miraculously Joe Biden got a hairline fracture in his foot and now he's wearing a boot. Well, um, who else was wearing boots when some heavy stuff was coming down the pike? Well, that would have been Hillary Clinton, Chelsea Clinton. John McCain. John McCain, that's right, absolutely. I you know mm-hmm. that completely slipped my mind, but I know for a fact it wouldn't have slipped yours, you know. Um, he was my mortal enemy. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right, right, <laughs> right. That's why I stated that, you know. Yeah. And and that's the thing, you know, so, you know, um, are they tracking him? I wouldn't doubt it. You know, to make sure he's not meeting with people he shouldn't be meeting with. You know, do you remember the story that came out about that Philadelphia mobster that was uh, involved with him personally? Yes, I do. For the voting fraud. What happened Steve. to that story that that guy was supposed to be flipped? Uh, I'd say probably just brushed under the rug. You know, the same thing with this uh, Mr. Bobolinsky, who come out with the three phones that he was in custody of mm-hmm. that were Hunter Biden's. You know, it's. It, 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 you know, it's so in our face to the to the extent that somebody did a little bit more due diligent research into where he fell down and fractured his foot. Well, let's hear about that. It's something about, uh, I think it's like Great Falls Park. I kid you not. <laughs> oh, how ironic. Right. I know. That's what I thought, too. I, I mean, I, I sat there and I saw that. Somebody put this together and I was literally sitting there scratching my head. I was like, man, they're playing playing us for fools over here, you know? Maybe his next accident will happen on Dementia Park Springs Trail. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't mean to make light of it. My dear, 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 wonderful, beautiful, lovely grandmother died of dementia, 84. But I have to tell you, how do you elect a guy that has the uh, rotating mentality between a four-year-old and a 90-year-old? Well, I think they call it a hammer and scorecard and uh, dominion. Yeah, is exactly. What I think. Yeah, yeah, and dementia has dominion over Joe. Um, so, so you really make a lot more about this foot injury than than otherwise, right? Well, I mean, I'm just sitting here, kind of just going off of what I'd seen in the past. Absolutely, you know, it just uh, it, it it just screams a foul. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, accidents can happen, but I mean, this is very timely. And then the name of the park. Great Falls Park. Uh, it's just, yeah. Well, the, okay. Let, let, let's <clears throat> excuse me. Let's back up. Okay. You've got Biden. Let me tell you a rumor that's out there, and and I'm not latching onto this right now. The rumor says this that uh, Biden knows he's had, and he's seeking a pardon from Trump. And what you're saying here with the possible boot angle, they want to track him. That makes a lot of sense based on the rumor that's out there. Now, listen, I'm not saying Biden's going to concede and confess and get a get a pardon. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that rumors out there and it's persistent. And your explanation here, I think, is as close to being accurate if that's true as anything I've seen. Right. Well, you know, I mean, if they're not going to want to, you know, he, you know, and I mean, him anyways, <clears throat> if you've ever seen his pants, 
when he sits down, his uh, suit pants rise up quite a bit. Um, That's the depends. That's the depends. (laughs) The boots there to, you know, hide this monitoring and tracking bracelet. And, you know, they're involved in a lot of bad stuff. I mean, we know this. We've done our research. We've done our due diligence in reporting it. You know, um, we're giving the media the truth. You know, meanwhile, the mainstream media is gaslighting the hell out of everyone. You know, uh, Biden is not the president. I firmly believe he will never be in the Oval Office as president. And did you hear the interview between uh, with uh, General McInerney and General uh, Flynn? I heard about it, but I don't have details, so please enlighten us. Well, uh, it's heavy. Um, Flynn basically comes out swinging out of the gate, you know, and they both state, McInerney and General Flynn, that, you know, this is a coup d'etat or a coup that's been exacted in this country. I'll have to send you the uh, link for the actual interview. It's uh, absolutely amazing, Dave. You know, and pull I saw out, another. Pull out some of the highlights, if you would. Oh, I mean, there's so many. Uh, I mean, you know, Flynn is, you know, laying it out about this, you know, this voter. This it's not voter fraud; it's election fraud. We got to get that straight, right? I see that all over the place where they're saying, you know, ele- uh, vote, uh, voter fraud, voter fraud. No, in all these articles, it's election fraud. Uh, Flynn comes out and just said, you know, I mean, it's so explosive. I mean, everything. I mean, the whole thing is a highlight, Dave. You know, I mean, because we haven't heard from General Flynn for the past four years uh, since they started uh, raking him through the coals. And, you know, everything short of destroying the man's life. I mean, he knows where all the bodies are buried and he knows how these how this deep state is operated because he worked within, you know, the Clinton State Department, uh, the Obama presidency, or lack thereof. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's all so huge. There's really no one defining thing. I mean, I have to say the one defining thing is them both stating that what we're witnessing is an act of coup d'etat, an act of coup against a sitting duly elected president. I don't know how to respond to that. I do agree it's a coup d'etat. There's no question about that, John. Absolutely, unequivocally. But it's hard for me to separate the facts here. Let, let me throw some things out. The uh, um, alleged attack by uh, special ops on a CIA-controlled hammer scorecard server in Frankfurt, Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, Delta Force lost five people. CIA lost one. Yeah. Okay, here's where I get divergent views. I know the conflict happened. I'm convinced about that. Who got control of the server? Well, uh, from what I've heard, I mean, I don't know how valid <laughs> it is, but from what I've heard, it's in, um, quote, unquote, good guys' hands. Um, the people that are trying to keep the union of the country and the constitutional republic safe. There's no way. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And then there's the story, um, Steve and I talked about this last night on my radio show, and he believes that extradition flights for some people have already happened. And uh, I've been unable to confirm that, and he gave me a pretty good explanation why, about what you have to have equipment-wise to follow the airplane traffic and so forth and so on, and I get all that, but... But I, I, I'm real convinced about Frankfurt. I don't know about the rendition flights. 
because if he had grabbed anybody significant, wouldn't people be screaming already? Um, depends. I mean, you know, I mean, let's say he uh, they swooped up Kami the Komi or Komi the Kami, excuse me, had it backwards there. Um, you know, would anybody really even notice? You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. I don't think so. Um, they would they wouldn't want to broadcast it over main airwaves. I, I'm assuming, I, I don't know, I mean, is, that's such a kind of a tricky, touchy thing uh, speaking about. Um, now, now, we do know that there is another story that I came across of people uh, being caught up in things, right? And let me find it here real quick, because this fits in exactly where we're, uh, what we're talking about here. I got to find it, man. I've literally just threw about 30 articles together in a matter of 20 minutes, and... Um, here it is. Uh, I got to click on it, open it up. So what this is, it says uh, uh, mercenary donors sold access for millions in foreign money. Now there's a picture here of a guy or two guys, and uh, it says file in this November 22nd, 2019 file photo. Imad Zuberi is the guy's name. Imad Zuberi left leaves the federal courthouse in Los Angeles with his attorney Thomas O'Brien right after pleading guilty to funneling donations from foreigners to U.S. political campaigns. Zuberi, an an elite political fundraiser, had the ear of top Democrats and Republicans alike, a reach that included private meetings with then-Vice President Joe Biden and VIP access at Donald Trump's inauguration. The federal prosecutors say Zuberi's life was built on a series of lies and the lucrative enterprise of filing the campaign or filling the campaign coffers of American politics or politicians and profiting from the resulting influence. They describe him as a mercenary political donor who gave to anyone, often using foreign money given through illegal straw donors. Um, so I didn't know if you'd heard of that story. I mean, but you know, there are people that are caught up in some things in federal court that are going, that is going on, but it's, uh, you know, I mean this here, I probably just got lucky and just, you know, stumbled upon this article. But you yeah. know, low hanging, uh, low hanging fruit, nonetheless, Dave. That's kind of what I, where I thought we'd end up. I thought we'd bounce to that square, but, but uh, let's go down the other avenue. Um, what do you see happening with this evidence that was secured? Oh, and that's uh, almost makes me sick to even think about because, from what I've been reading, I laid down, took a little bit of a nap before we come on uh, the broadcast here, and. I woke up and I'm seeing all kinds of things that have been said about Bill Barr. Uh, Bill Barr is asleep at the wheel. He's dropping the ball and uh, nothing's moving forward. Can I raise my hand on that? I Go agree ahead. with that assessment wholeheartedly. Yeah. And, you know, he's wanting to move this uh, Russia gate hearing uh, or investigation yeah. into Mueller over to John Bull Durham, of which, he'll, of which he's still dragging his knuckles as well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You see, nothing will get done. And Trump's running out of time. That's right. Absolutely right. Um, oh, I just, wonderful. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Yeah. What is that's coming that? in off our channel? Uh, this wow. happened uh, two interviews ago with Steve. We had toilets flushing and music playing. <laughs> well, I think, if I'm goodness. not mistaken, I think that was CNN. I'm not sure, but <laughs> it, it, it was a live news feed going on somewhere. There it is again. Else. There it is again. Okay. Um, okay. The last well, yeah, time, thank you for Steve, talking to us. <laughs> yeah, really. You and your mother. Anyway, uh, when Steve was on, 
uh, they were hitting us with this crackling sound. It's like the shields are up, Captain, but it can't hold much longer. That's what it sounded like, you know. I expected wow. Scotty to come out. The shields won't hold, Captain. <laughs> um, but but we got through the show and it was good. But anytime I'm doing an interview and we get into areas like this, crap is happening. Um, it doesn't happen yet on the TV show. We have not had any interference there, but we do on the radio like crazy. That's, but anyway, continuing on. I'm sorry. Let, let me throw the ball back to you. And um, okay. uh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to interrupt well, you. Well, no, I mean, you know, I mean, no, no. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's interesting because how that happened, it literally completely kind of set us, knocked us off stride, right? We just kind of got tapped by the linebacker and knocked off our stride. You know, here we are. So um, where were we at? We were talking about the server farms. We were talking about the CIA engagement with Spec Ops Delta Force. I'd come across an article um, that tied all this together for me in kind of a similar fashion. Uh, I was just, like I said, I stumble across articles. And half the time, I don't even read the whole thing. I'll just read the headline and move on. This one caught my attention. It said a, a CIA officer had been killed somewhere in the country. I believe it was Somalia. Um, you know, and then there was a helicopter crash that killed five servicemen off the coast of the Sinai Peninsula. Well, from what I'd heard, uh, talking to a friend that put a bird in my ear saying that there was a major firefight and an engagement there at that military installation in Frankfurt, Germany for the Dominion servers or the hammer and score court servers for the CIA. So that tied it all together for me. So, you know, I don't doubt it one single bit. You know, this is, there are major happenings taking place, but I mean, it just, is there going to be enough done? Are they, you know, are there going to be arrests, high level? I mean, there needs to be, I mean, anybody that's got half an inkling of a brain can see this, that this is election fraud and the, what was it? So some, you know, what are the other things? Another thing I was reading, there was a 20, uh, 20, uh, kind of a 20 bullet points of uh, how they, how you can prove it's just all out fraud. And one of the things was that the bookies in Las Vegas who were taking bets on the presidential election started noticing like the complete demographic flip of what was happening with the election in itself. And they could tell right then and there that the fix was in, you know, Las Vegas bookies. <laughs> I mean, you know, of all things, uh, you know, I mean, and now you've got Democrats, good American people who are poll watchers, but, you know, they may be registered as a Democrat. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that are coming out and saying, hey, man, what I witnessed is completely and utter illegalities. Uh, it's it, it's 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 so over the top, you know, good men and women, you know, of the different party or the party that supposedly won this thing. Uh, are coming out and saying, hey, man, I witnessed fraud that's so unbelievable, you, you can't even begin to imagine. And now they're beginning to censor and silence some of these whistleblowers' Twitter accounts and other social media. Every amendment, every one, First Amendment, Second Amendment, they're going to take our homes to the gangrene New Deal. That's Third Amendment, Quartering Act, and then you got no search and seizure, no rule of law, Fifth Amendment. They're getting them all. Right. You know, and, you know, not only that, but to add to the Fourth Amendment and the Fifth Amendment, you know, the search and seizure. Well, you know, now if you're deemed of any form of a crime that's, you know, they seem to 
enact these laws and uh, legislations and regulations where they'll completely forfeit your your, your entire asset, your house, your car, yeah. everything. You know what they're really um, doing. They're disguising what they're doing, in my opinion. I think what they're doing is criminalizing dissent. Oh, absolutely. Yes. This is and what the Chinese no social credit system does. Only the approach the Americans would be taking under Biden. I'm not going to call them Americans. I'll call them Americans with a backwards K. But that group, that communist group, is criminalizing dissent more directly than the social credit system of the communist Chinese. Sure are. You know, I mean, they're working hand in hand and in tandem with each other. You know, uh, everything yeah. that's rolled out in China first, it finally makes its way here to the States and. This social credit score thing ain't no joke, Dave. You're dead on the money, and it falls in line with the ID2020 and the forced vaccinations. I mean, everything in its entirety. You know, it's uh, it's like I said, it's a big, monolithic, maniacal, vile machine, and we are David. It is Goliath, and it needs to be knocked out with that one rock. What is the one rock, and where the hell do we hit it at? You know, is there um, anyone named Goliath on the other side? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I wouldn't doubt it. Maybe it's Goliath Biden, and he got the aim was a little bit low and caught him in the ankle. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, it, it's so hard to know what to believe right now because um, the Bible talks about this clearly. Rumors of wars, you know, innuendos, blah, 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 you know. Um, lies become truth. Truth becomes lies. I mean, this is the age we're in right now. There is no rule of law. And do you not get tired of this, John, when you're explaining something to somebody? They go, well, they just take it to court. That'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take it to court, man. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, it, on, on big, serious issues, it's not going to go anywhere, you know, no. and they'll drag it and they'll drag it out. They'll drag it out to the effect that they'll completely bankrupt somebody so that they can therefore no longer defend themselves. Excellent uh, point of view, General Flynn. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's so unreal to think that the country has come to the extent, because it's been left unchecked. I mean, you know, we can say that because that's the fact of the matter. Everything's been left unchecked to get us to where we are now. And now that everybody's beginning to see how messed up things are because it's been left unchecked that you know i mean any organization you look at the fbi the irs uh you know uh, you know every organization is so corrupt dave it really is down to the very base grassroots levels at your local sheriff's office it's so corrupt i just um I wish I had the ability to fix it all. I don't think there's anybody that really has the ability to fix it all. We can stave a lot of the things that are coming off for a time being. You know, um, We can lay road bumps down or speed bumps, but the thing is, it's still going to come regardless. It's so massive. Um, unless some kind of a miraculous miracle from God uh, happens. And actually, technically, I am kind of think I'm seeing some of that right now across the globe. I don't know if you're aware. I mean, I'll just mention it real quick. It's completely off topic, but um, there have been two major volcanic eruptions over in, the, in Indonesia. Uh, both mountains are, well, both stratovolcanoes are stratovolcanoes. They're 768 miles apart, and they both had eruptions within three days of each other up to 50,000 feet. Um, and that's just two volcanoes. I mean, there's like 85 going off around the globe right now. 
but there's major things underway, Dave. And, you know, I think everything they do, they're so far behind on their time frame, their plans, right? You know, remember General Wesley Clark in 2003 or 2004? No, that might have been 2006 or seven when he come out with that interview saying the seven countries in five years. Well, look, we're 19 years down the road. Um, <clears throat> I just don't know. There's something bigger that's going to take place. And I don't know. It's just, but if if this country is going to remain a constitutional republic, a union, then people got to come together. We can't be divided, this Cloward and Piven, you know, separated and put into all these camps. We can't allow that to happen. And that's one thing I was uh, preaching last night on a broadcast I was on, saying, you know, um, within the alternative media, I've seen this to where they've got. I don't know. They've, I mean, they've obviously got detractors and agents that go in and kind of try to disrupt, you know, um, these organizations. And a lot of these people that they disrupt begin to butt heads with other alternative radio hosts. You know, every we got to come together. Everybody's got to come together. The citizens, um, the people like us, we need to work together to fight against this machine. It's and I mean that's where we're at and like you said you know in biblical scripture all these things are happening now and it's as if we are in the end times well I mean if it's not the end times yet what's going on now will suffice until the end times you get here well are the end times here now <laughs> I'm contemplating the brevity of what you're saying and you're cutting right to the chase because I do believe there's no there's no political solution to a spiritual problem and this is like where the irresistible force meets the immovable object and as you say as the new world order approaches I think we're talking about the same thing absolutely we are you know I mean this gets into all and all uh, special domination of uh, everything through AI computer systems i mean you know we've talked in uh, at length and in depth about the space program and yeah. everything mm -hmm. that's going on with there you know i mean they uh, this is literally they're turning everything into the prism planet you know they're going to be able to leave and get off whenever they deem fit and everybody else here is literally locked in this uh, on, on this rock you know um i just don't understand the maniacal thought processes I guess to a certain extent if these people are right I mean they're subhuman they're not human beings because human beings have moral character virtue and chivalry um, and we're you know uh, unfortunately the comp guiding compass of society is lacking all these things right now and if your leadership has absolutely none of those things that I mentioned well, then, therefore, they're going to allow it to uh, crumble. You know, I mean, we know this, Dave, but they want to turn this country into a third-world nation. And they've been damn successful so far at it. You know, six and a half years ago, I was screaming from the mountaintops, saying, you know, what's happened to the testicular fortitude of the European male? Their countries are being invaded. Um, why are they allowing it to happen? And I said, it's going to happen here in the United States. And sure enough, it did, and it has, and it continues to go on. Um, I think everybody's been dumbed down and turned into a docile 
form of their, you know, their former self as an ancestral lineage. Because Dave, I mean, mind you, you know, if let's say we were living in the medieval times in uh, Spain, per se, and you've got the Crusades taking place. Well, you know, there was a spat back and forth between the Christians and the Muslims, and there was actual fighting that did take place in southern parts of Europe. We would go to the front lines to shore up the country. Nobody's going to any front lines to shore up this country. The borders have been left wide open. This chintzy fence they've put down there, you know, I mean, yeah, I can imagine it may keep some people out, but I guess they just discovered a new tunnel somewhere down there, I think in your neck of the woods, that ran for like 30 miles (laughs) or something like this. (laughs) I've never heard it expressed that way. That's pretty good. You know, Dave, I was taking things... a drink of water and it almost came through the nose. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. You know, but, but it's where we're at. And like I, I state that, yeah. you know, if people knew what was going on across the southern border, the horrific um, evil of what is taking place, you wouldn't just want this little tiny iron fence there. No, I mean, no, you would no, want no, no. You're right. full full militarization, militarized DMZ, the militarized zone. Um. I don't know where you want to go. I'm sorry. I'm no, no. I listen. Place. You're you're going down a path. I think we need to hear. We've had major bombs dropped in front of the advance of the conservatives, and you and I are coming on the scene to assess the damage, <laughs> separate fact from fiction. Uh, Steve Quayle has never produced fiction ever, um, and I and, and and but I'm not taking his sole word on this. I. I you know, I'm one of those, I'll prove it to myself kind of people. But I think there was the firefight in Frankfurt. My instincts tell me it's even bigger than the vote. And I'm not sure how, but I just get that feeling. There's a lot more to this. Um, and, and it's interesting, too. The cover-up of the deaths in the firefight is exactly what Steve said. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and, Precisely. And- and it is huge, you know, from what I've come been able to ascertain by just doing my independent journalism that, um, you know, this company and the Dominion servers originally uh, manifested mm-hmm. out of Venezuela, was used for uh, Hugo Chavez's re-election and Nicolas Maduro's election in Venezuela. And uh, there's a headquarters office in Toronto, Canada. I don't know if you saw this, but I guess a Department of Justice plane flew from Virginia, I think it was Virginia, up to Toronto. They went to this office, I think they were like there for two hours, and then they flew back to the States, you know, back to Atlanta. So, I mean, there's a lot of things going on, and, you know, to the extent of how big this this uh, exchange was in, you know, uh, gunplay, if you will, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, if you've got one dead CIA agent, and you've got five dead Spec Ops Delta Force guys, I right. mean... That's uh, pretty heavy, man. I mean, if you're going to grease five Spec Ops Delta Force guys, that's heavy. Well, I think it was, we're here to get it. No, you're not. Boom, boom. I mean, that's how I would anticipate it went down. Um, It's just hard to say. Um, On the other side, let me share what else Mike and and Steve were saying. Uh, They're talking about the fact that... um, 
uh, both Republicans and Democrats are paralyzed with fear in Washington. I did a podcast three days ago, and I said, why have the Republicans run from Trump? And I made the point, I said, because they're on the corporate payroll. They take donations from big tech. What do you expect? Right. They're not, they're, they're not going to sync with Trump. Yay, yay, Trump, we're behind you until the rubber meets the road. And and I think, again, they're right on the money with what they're saying. They're afraid this stuff is going to come out. This is why good old Ducey here in Arizona, he certified the vote. But you know what's interesting about certifying the vote? The state legislature is holding a hearing right now why he certified the vote. And what were they looking at? Corruption. Right. I so mean, why would be you some... certify the vote if your own legislature isn't buying it? You know, I don't know too much about all the legality system and all this and that, but I would think that you could file some kind of an injunction to stop him from doing that. Oh, he did. Because... Trump did. Uh, the courts <laughs> will not hear his cases. See, people, this is the mainstream media. These are the lying bastards that they are, okay? Um, it's. I get so angry when I look at this. I'm watching a report, and it says, Trump has no evidence. His case has been dismissed again. Well, first of all, that jackass doesn't know whether there's evidence or not because Trump's people weren't allowed to present it. It was a summary judgment each and every time. You have no standing. Get out of here. That's all it is. They're not looking at the merits of the case because they don't want to look at the merits of the case. Right. I'm going to give you a thought and let you react to this. Okay, first of all, I think Trump could lose 5-4 to four in the Supreme Court because Brett Kavanaugh is deep state architect of the... Um, Patriot Act 1 and 2, okay? So he's not on Trump's side. Uh, I think he was a plant by the Democrats. They raised hell. They faked opposition, but they're really happy he got in. That's my fear. But I'll give you another one that I have. Even if the Supreme Court, minus Roberts, the compromised Epstein boy, even if the Supreme Court agreed with Trump, I think they're going to have a hard time standing up and ruling that way because they know what it's going to do to the country. Because if they kick the ball down to the House of Representatives and say, you vote, one state, one vote, Trump wins 31 to 19. That vote will never take place, in my humble opinion, because the left will have already started a shooting civil war. You're right. I, I believe you're right, because they have nothing left to lose, Dave. Exactly. And if Trump wins the election, all these bastards are going to jail. I'm boy, I hope so. I hope so. I pray for it, honestly. Well, they, in other really words, do. they got nothing to lose. They're they're a wounded animal backed into a corner. Right. You know, and I mentioned this uh, the last night. We did a th I was on a three-hour broadcast with another host from our station, and we met. We were kind of talking about this, and I said, you know, wasn't it interesting to see how all this played out on election night? There were thousands upon thousands of people in the streets across the entire nation in every city. Uh, you know, darn near. And if they would have called that election for the president, as they should have, mm -hmm. Donald John Trump, Dave, this place would have burnt down like a lint fire. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they had to, and, and this is how they were able to get these votes in there overnight because, you know, they had it planned. You know, we read the TIP, the Transitional Integrity Project, and if Donald John Trump was elected and it was affirmed that night, boy, the whole city, the whole, you know, there is still this kindling fire waiting, make no mistake about it. Um, when he is said to be the winner of the 2020 election, I mean, we already know he's won it. He's won it hands down. 
this has got to be one of the biggest landslides this country's ever seen. And they overplayed their hand so much because they knew they would have to have X amount of votes to even come close. But they really overplayed it, and they got caught up. Now they're caught up. And so what I was saying is, so they played this in such a way that the president himself said, hey, man, we can't call this tonight. There's way too many people in the street. Do you want to see the White House burned down tonight? I don't, so we can't do this right now. So that, you know, they had to back off on making the formal, you know, making the first jab, if you will, or the first parlay. And that gave the Biden camp their time to completely rig the systems through Dominion and Hammer and Scorecard. And then, wasn't it just miraculous, Dave? Did you notice this as well? How after the media goes ahead and confirms Biden as the president, hell, everybody just leaves the streets. There's nobody in the streets. It's like somebody, you know, made a call and said, uh, retract all the troops. You know, the Antifa and the BLM and all these other fifth column elements. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. you know what? But the, the kindling is there, Dave. I mean, if they do go ahead and confirm the president, of which they need to, they have to, legally, legally they have to, because it's so blatantly over the top, we see it for what it is. Um, you know, this kindling, they will melt down and they will go out and start burning cities down. And maybe full-on engagements. You know, um, one of them, I can't remember where it was at. I think it was in Wakosha, Wisconsin, Wakosha, Wisconsin, um, where they had the police at one end of the street making a, you know, a line, a skirmish line. And on the other end of the street was uh, lack there of the citizens. And they literally started, you know, exchanging gunfire. You know, the police were probably shooting with rubber bullets or, uh, you know, non-lethal projectiles. But the other people on the other end of the street were firing live rounds, you know. And if you remember, two two officers got hit. You know, they, they need their Boston massacre moment. And that's one of the things that's really concerning me, Dave, is some of these videos I'm seeing across the nation of these protests, if that's what we'll call them. It's not what they are. But you have the Trump camp, and then you have the other camp of the fifth column elements. I had seen an argument take place where this white guy called a black woman, you know what? And, I mean, both these groups of people were armed. They were standing, and I mean, it was just, all it would have had to have had to be was just that spark to have an all-out yeah, engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you might be right on that. Um, I think the spark, though, John, my gut tells me that the left needs, needs to make it look like the Trump supporters started the Civil War, and I think they're right. going to do a false flag. I don't discount that at all, you know, um, to what extent and where and how, you know, I mean, their player book is like very vast, but they always usually run the same play. Only exactly. Never that. I've often said, you know, I got their playbook. I know what they're going to do. I, I, I see the false flag coming. I just don't know what form it's going to be in. I, I, my hunch is it's going to be something that brings in the UN justified. And the UN will get the foothold, and then the Chinese will come in to help the UN. And uh, would some? You think something nu- nuclear would do that? It could. It could. I'm going to tell you this. I think it's going to be medical services, though. I think we're going to have a medical uh, uh, false flag event. 
so they can have well, medical martial law. You, know. you just you just tripped my mind on that. Uh, there was an article I was reading last night about this darkest winter. I don't know if you've heard this. Yeah, I, mean, I, I know you've heard yeah. this term, mm -hmm. but the term of the darkest winter is in reference to a simulation that was ran. I think it might have been back in the 80s, and it was termed darkest winter of a small pack of a smallpox, um, massive smallpox breakout. Um, you know, Dave, we've talked about this. I've talked about this with many other hosts that, you know, I said for a long time that they were going to use a biological weapon. I didn't think they were going to play the ruse card. I thought they would have just gonna would have just went ahead and released something, but they didn't. Sure. They played their ruse card first, but now they're going to play the real thing. I think. And well, a right. lot of people think that phase two of the lockdown, what's coming, you know, another fake pandemic might be a little more real this time, a little more deadly. But I think it's going to take more than that to set off a civil war. I think it's got to be a provoking event that allows foreign troops on our soil to gain a foothold. And, and then I think an illegitimate Biden administration moves forward. Look, I could even see this guy taking, let, let's say the country's in total chaos. I could see Biden taking control of the country even without an inauguration. And the media will back it up. Uh, due to Trump supporters blocking this, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't Trump couldn't control his people, so Biden had to do whatever he had to do to fulfill his mandate. Uh, I think it's going to be that contentious. I really do. But the right is always going to be slow to respond because we're rule of law people. But I think right. when they use food as a weapon, that to me could be the sine qua non of this revolution. And, you know, we're already seeing the food lines. I can't remember where it was at here in the States. Uh, people just lined up up the sidewalk for like five city blocks waiting to go to the food bank to get their food. I saw a video out of Hawaii a few weeks ago that showed people literally lined around city blocks in their cars waiting to go to the food bank. Um, food is a major weapon. We know that, you know, um, who is it? Was it? What was it? Kissinger? I think Kissinger was the one that said it, you know, about food being the perfect weapon. And it is. We know it is. And, I mean, that's why it's important with what you're doing, Dave, with your uh, food preparedness, you know, getting the people um, fresh, uh, 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 storable food that will last X amount of time. You know, um, food is a weapon. And like you said, I've heard you say it, and we've talked about before, that, you know, when people are starving and they have no food and their children have no food and they've got no way to, you know, get food anywhere let it be the middle of winter in the midwest for example um i mean besides maybe deer but then you have to worry about the chronic wasting disease and that's a whole nother topic and uh, talk to celeste solemn about that if you already haven't that's pretty wild stuff um but people are starving they're going to go to the camps man you know um well look the military set up shop about you know a mile out of town yeah well you know, I saw Jimmy's dad went and got, you know, supposedly went and got stuff. Has he been back? No, I ain't seen him for a few hours. I haven't seen him either. You know, no, uh, no. But uh, I think we agree. False flags are coming. Um, did you right. know, I, I don't know if you knew this or not. I think it was 2019, April 18th, if I remember correctly. It was in April. And there was a press release that really caught my eye um, in one of the Washington papers. It wasn't WAPO. Uh, and it came out and it said 
the UN was proud to announce that they helped to create the Mexican National Guard. And this was outside the federales. And they said their purpose will be to respond to the humanitarian needs of Mexico and its neighbors. And I thought, uh oh, this is medical martial law coming. And they're trained by the UN. And Mexico really gets into this, too, with some real interesting politics. Because, you see, AMLO has sided with Trump. They're not going to let the Red Dawn forces take hold. He's opposing the cartels controlled by the Chinese, who are trying to throw Mexico into a civil war now to overthrow AMLO. I don't know if you're aware of all this or not, but I'm in contact with some people in Mexico who are talking about very serious events. AMLO has made Mexico a U.S. ally, and China is after him. They tried to assassinate uh, his head of security, the Mexican city police chief, a few months ago, and they narrowly missed. And that was anticipation of AMLO going to Washington to meet with Trump, and they said, don't dare do it, and he did anyway. Uh, We got a big, big mess, so you're right about south of the border. Um, If they can throw Mexico into civil war, Mexico can be taken over, and then your Red Dawn forces can come in. Right. Uh, You know, and you talk about ruthlessness, Dave. I mean, it's not for the shock factor or the shock value. Maybe it is a little bit, but, you know, a video of them cutting a guy's legs off at the knees with a chainsaw and then throwing a bucket of cold water on him to wake him up out of shock is more than enough to me to show me, hey, man. Uh, it's better to fight and die fighting instead of uh, dying on your knees or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. Camps are being readied for you and I as we speak, and uh, they're coming for the guns. And I'm saying, let's just do one-stop shopping. At least I know where I'm going to die, how I'm going to die. But we can take the attitude that if they violate our premise in an invasion of our property, um, and we're defending our country and our constitutional rights, we've died the godly way. Uh, off to Valhalla with us, Dave. <clears throat> off to Valhalla. Yeah, I hear you. Well, you know, Solzhenitsyn's had the big regret. And I don't know if you're familiar with that or not. But he wrote that a lot of the guys in the gulag that he was associating with said, you know, we missed a chance. If we'd have grabbed the poker from the fireplace or the knife from the kitchen table, and we'd have taken a few of those idiots down with us, uh, and he said, we could have stopped it. And, and, I, and I think America, America needs to realize, number one, you've been invaded. This is a revolution against the Constitution, a sitting president, and you. And that makes us counter-revolutionaries. We are in the right. We're trying to hold on to the existing order against communist forces that are trying to take over. And when they come to your house, you are a citizen of your country. Therefore, you're a warrior for your country. You're a Minuteman. You have every right to resist. Give them the lead first. Um, you know, any invading <clears throat> yeah. army, any United Nations, Chinese troops, Russians, whoever the hell it may be. Yeah, exactly. That's coming to take you and throw you in the camps or, you know, send you off to the gulags. Uh, no, man. Not this fellow. No, I'm not going to any camp. That's that's for sure. And I've the only way I had to go I... to camp is they sneak up on my bed, incapacitate me, wrap me up. I can't free myself. And I wake up in the camp. That's the only way I'll end up there. I am not going to the camp, and I will resist. I spoke to a large group of Oath Keepers in Yavapai County on Saturday, and and I started talking down these lines, and they were all in agreement. Nobody in this meeting, and a lot of them were elderly. I'm talking 60s, 70s, and 80s. And they were saying, no, we are not surrendering our guns. 
We are not going to any camps. We will not go anywhere with these people. We will resist. You know, I had a kind of a, not shocking, but it was a surreal, a kind of a sublime moment where I went and saw an old friend of mine. He's in his uh, late 70s, early 80s, and he had a heart attack earlier this year. And about four months after that, he fell and he broke his hip. Basically confined to a wheelchair now, wasting away. I sat there and I looked at him. I said, Ron, you know, what do you see happening? What do you, you know, what do you expect to see happen within the country? Well, as he rolled himself over to his refrigerator, grabbed a Diet Coke out of the fridge, he turned over and he looked at me. He says, John, this country's going to be in revolution soon. And to hear it coming from a man that I've held with high regard and high stature in my life, you know, a good friend of mine, and I've always confided in the elderly. I don't want to say the elderly, but hey, it is what it is. You know, um, when he said that, my blood kind of ran cold because I knew it to be very true. And him knowing that he won't live long enough to see such actions take place in this country, but to hear it come from his his mouth. You know, we've talked about things before, but it just completely hit. It struck a different note, Dave. It, 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 it uh, created kind of a different tune within my subconscious, if you get what I, if you get what I mean. Yeah, it really does. I agree. Um, you've got a show. Yes, sir. That we should tell people about because we're kind of left hanging right now because the events are left hanging. But I appreciate you coming on and going over these, but I want you to tell the audience about your show. Yes, folks. Uh, every Saturday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Unequivocal Truth, DEFCON 1, uh, freedomslips.com, revolution.radio, same URLs, same place. Uh, Studio A is uh, where you'll find me every Saturday, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you tell people how to um, garden their homes and how to knit and sew and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and pet the fluffy kitties and hug yeah. the little bunnies and, you know, yeah, you know, no, I... I, I really, I really, I know I strike, a, I, I know I strike a chord. I know I strike a nerve, Dave, the same as you do, you know, because these interferences like we had a little bit ago, that just doesn't happen off of a whim. Um, it's, it's deliberate and it's intentional. And I mean, I've experienced all kinds of amazing anomalies as well, doing my broadcasts over the past seven years. And, but to know where we're at and to be able to have the information to discern it and then redistribute it to the people in such a fashion that the mainstream media can't even fathom doing. You know, we're doing their job, and we eventually will replace them. I don't know if you'd heard, but I think it was Mississippi, Louisiana, and there was a third state that I guess pulled the FCC license for CNN. Oh, I had not heard that. Oh, you've got to gotta send me that link. Oh, my I, goodness. You know what? I'll send it to you right now. It's wow. not too far away. Wow. From that is incredible. Yeah. CNN, who the owner says we need to reduce the world's population to 500 million people. And, I, and you know, I wanted yeah. to stand corrected on that dark winter comment that wasn't from the 80s. That was from a scenario that was ran in 2001. Uh, I I've to... heard it both ways. I've heard 80s and 2001. But the point's well taken, and Biden did reference it. Hey, my friend, we are totally up against the end at the clock. Thanks so much for coming on. Really good. We'll do another progress report soon. Thanks so much, John. Sounds good, Dave. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Right, you're welcome. Take care.